Let's do this. Welcome to Mule Tip Tuesday. It's uh, Tuesday, July 7th already. I know, it's crazy. Crazy. So. Our sponsor today is Joe G, Joseph G Saddlery. His website is josephgsaddlery.com. You can go see some of his beautiful pictures of his saddles and tack and stuff. And... He's built us a lot of good yes, stuff. Yes, we have three saddles of his, right? Yep, got three saddles and he's built... He's pretty much all of our britches and breast collars we got. And he makes them. He does a good job. I love I love his britches especially. He just yep. makes them really good quality and they're gonna last forever. Yep. They're my favorite. But anyway, if you guys would like to be a sponsor, then get in touch with us because we like to support you know our mule friends and family. Yep. So get in touch with us. If sponsor like Mule it. Tip Tuesday or yeah. or our podcast, any of our podcast episodes. So. But uh, anyways, well, cool. Um, I wanted to say a few things about our Everyday Mealmanship Challenge. How many of you guys are still following along with that? Hit the like button if you're hanging in there with us on the challenges. I can't believe it's week 27. It's crazy. Week 27, it's just flown by. There's no likes so, happening. Yeah, Nobody's following. Yeah, I don't see any likes. Well, there's, there's one! one. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's watching. There they that. go. There they are. <laughs> Looks like the same person's same clicking person. it. Looks like Connie is clicking like it over Connie and over. Connie and Jane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, guys, we're on week 27. These challenges. And for those of you that are listening, um, either right now on this live video or you guys are going to be listening later on the podcast, um, if you have no clue what I'm talking about, you need to you need to find out because it's been good. But every week I've been sending you guys free videos. Um, we started back in January on the ground. In and, the cold. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now we're, uh, we're, all, we're, this last week was working on side passing. So we have covered a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, but if you don't know what that is, you need to go to my website, go to the weekly challenges videos page, right? Mm -hmm. And click on subscribe because we send them out every week to you guys. So it's been a lot of fun. Here, look, you need to say that one. Sweet, Megan and Shane and Noah. We miss <laughs> you guys too. But uh, anyways, keep up on those challenges. It's been a lot of fun and we've got some really good stuff coming up. So hopefully you guys are sticking with it. Working on this, uh, these moves every day or at least as much as you can and we'll keep on going. So um, our tip of the day is kind of fun for me at least. Um, I wanted to talk to them about Dally. Oh no! We got so we got a, a two year old and um, she's I part, love her. She's part dragon. No, she's not. <laughs> I'm talking about um, Dally is two, and she. I'm really excited for her. She is probably the cow, na most natural cowiest mule for sure. we've ever had. I mean that thing. I uh, we we made the mistake of turning her out with our cattle for. Uh, 10 minutes <laughs> and she just she ate them for lunch she owned those things she she cut one out and she took it down the fence ran it down the fence got ahead of it cut it back did a roll back on her own this is just her out in the pasture and she took it back down the fence did another roll back and then she took it out into a circle it's like oh my gosh has she watched, watched has she watched the cow cow working competitions because <laughs> she just did it on her own it was and uh, i was yeah it was very impressive then i was like oh my gosh i gotta say because that well our she cows, was pregnant at the time i'm like i gotta yeah. save her so. our cows for those who don't know are mini cows <laughs> yeah and they were little. fat pregnant at the time poor gals so, so we're like oh whoa that was cool 
Whoa, whoa, yeah. that was cool. Oh, no, yeah. we better go save those cows. <laughs> Poor cows. But anyways, so so this is Dally. I'm really excited for her future. Now, the thing I wanted to talk about this week is this mule has some serious grit. Um, she She's not, uh, at least for me, she has not been like a piece of cake. Uh, she's very reactive, which is why she's going to be super good to rain around and work cattle because she is fast and reactive sensitive. and extremely sensitive, which <laughs> I, I love all those things. Now, all these things um, to somebody, uh, How's her mother bred? Tammy Sim- Simon, um, her mo- mother's Pepto Boone's mall bred. Uh, anyways, so the way this meal is being for, for a lot of folks would scare them. They would be like, oh my gosh, this meal is a handful I'm really excited, but it's the grit that I want to talk about because, you know, sometimes a, a mule's grit uh, can work against themselves and against you, and that can be discouraging, that can be annoying, that can be difficult, that can be dangerous at times even, but if you guys can get their grit working for you, you, you probably have the best mule you'll ever have, best horse you'll ever have. And so it's, you know, when, when you get a mule or horse like this, your your goal should be, okay, how can I get that grit, all that energy that they're putting into saying no or basically resisting, how, put that into saying yes. And so some of these moments, Sky's watching me work and she's like, oh Doing my this. gosh, my belly's... Because <laughs> she's mine. Yeah, it's going to be... <laughs> so Sky's going to do the first So time. when she does something, I'm like, whoa! Yeah, anyway, so... <laughs> Yeah, it it can it can be it can be discouraging. But for a guy like me, I I know what that mule is going to look like in two and three and four years from now, and it's keeping that frame of mind that hey, how can I how can I turn all this into something really valuable? It's like a kid with high energy, or a kid with ADD or um, you know whatever else is going on. How can you use how can you turn that into something that's really valuable and can contribute to society? And that's what I do. Same thing with my mules. How can I bring out the best of my mules? So anyways, that's my tip for the day is, is if you have a mule or a horse or a donkey, um, that feels to you like they got a lot of grit, maybe they're challenging in some ways. Um, Fear not, because just keep working, hang in there, go through the checklist, do those things. They will turn out to be some of the best meals you got. Nancy just, did you see Nancy's comment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Nancy Baldock, she's watching on here. She has a meal named Ludo. She, what's she call him? Junkyard Mule? Her junk, she even said on here, Junkyard Mule Deluxe. Junkyard Mule Deluxe. <laughs> but like Nancy, she's got this meal Ludo. And he's just like what I'm talking about. He's got a lot of grit, you know. And he, you know, when Nancy got him... That mule put a lot of effort into saying no to stuff, right? I mean, we saw when Nancy first brought him to that uh, clinic out here in Utah, that mule say no to a lot of things. But now that that's a very nice mule, and she's got that mule saying yes. She's made a yes mule. And that's what we're talking about here is making yes mules. So, anyways, that's my tip. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Sky? Well, I've, just, I've always been someone that can't see, like, the, the bigger picture sometimes. Like, just we're planting trees. And oh he says, gosh. "Just picture it. <laughs> don't, oh don't gosh. tell him how fast. I can't do it because can't even I plant can't plant a darn tree. I can't picture the future. Mm-hmm. Like 
like the I am trying to picture how this tree's going to look right Where now. It's a do twig. You, want the tree? you know? And he's like, just just pick a spot. And they're like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> but you know, same with the mules, like so many people see, you know, Dally and she really struggled with the saddle at first. And many would see that and be like, Oh, she's always gonna be this yep. way or oh my gosh, she's this or that and Ty's like, Calm down. She's gonna be she's, one of the best. She's two can't wait. you know. Yep. So anyway. I have a hard time sometimes seeing what Ty sees, yeah, but I've got some faith in him. You have a hard time making decisions? <laughs> I guess. Oh, people who know me well know I am not a decision <laughs> <Yeah>. maker. <laughs> Megan's on here. I'm glad you're here today to make fun of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys even talk about when I'm not here. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. Hey, uh, we're going to start in our questions now. If you have <clears throat> questions, start posting them. There's we'll, been a uh, few we'll Good, already. I'm glad. If you got them, start posting. We'll see what we can get to. I had two people write in, um, and they're both simple questions, so it won't take very long. But um, Carla Young, she had questions about how we deal with flies and bugs and heat and humidity. And we're pretty blessed out here at Utah. We don't have a lot of bugs. We just we have flies. Or humidity. We don't have humidity. We do have a we, little heat. Today's pretty warm. It's in, what is it, 95 or something? Yesterday was a good yeah. 100 degrees, which is yeah. crazy. It, that's rare. We, we rarely get into the 90s and definitely rarely get into the 100s. But So, anyways, Carla, um, for, for the bugs, we found, you know, like just out in the corrals and stuff, you know, Sky is our, our designated pooper scooper. <laughs> And I don't know. I was designated. Yeah, well, That's good to know. I don't, I don't do it. <laughs> so Sky keeps those corrals really clean, and she's got her our two kids in training. They need to figure it out. One's pretty good. Yep. The other's yeah. a little bit of a slacker. But anyways, <laughs> keep those corrals clean, and that will cut down a ton on the flies. Um, and Dirk says he uses fly printers. That's good, Dirk. I've never used those. But I wondered about those. Anyways, and you know, when we go somewhere where there is a more bugs or you know whatever um we do spray them down and i've used every spray that you can buy uh through a retail store and i don't know do you have any favorites on the brands no but i don't it, know i've used them all and some of them seemed to work some of them didn't seem like they worked at all um, yeah i don't know so i don't have a whole lot to add to that carla about you know but but we do spray them now we have a lot of friends that use fly sheets and fly masks and you know we were at that clinic uh oh i can't remember which one it was a few weeks back but somebody was snickering about one of the ladies having fly sheets on her mules and it was interesting because when she pulled off that fly sheet that mule didn't have a single bite on it but the guy that was making fun of her, his meal was full of bites. <laughs> I was like, and miserable. Yeah, I'm like you, you, you ding dong. But uh, anyways, so I mean, if you if you're into fly masks and fly sheets, use them. Um, we don't, but we don't have terrible flies here. And in our can, yeah, in our travels, it seems yeah. like we're we spray them down when we're using them, and and we don't have a lot of trouble with that. But I mean, and as far as the heat, um, shoot, these meals are tough. You know, as long as they got good access to water. I mean, I don't have any much else to add to that, except for I have noticed if you're going to ride on real hot days, real humid days, and you're going to really use them, maybe you have a job to do, you're going to burn up some electrolytes, and and uh, you know I'm 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 all about using electrolytes if you need to add to that. So, you know, like my buddy Ross, um, he used his horse real hard two days in a row, moving cows and working, and uh, that horse could use some, you know. 
when I was done some electrical you picked me sure. up yeah so you have anything to add about flies and bugs and um, yes it made you hate me bugs. think of I hate them <laughs> it made me think of some of you have seen the video of Ellie when she was three with her little donkey and oh, she yeah. was out there doing <laughs> she was doing it that's that's how you do it <laughs> yeah yeah you, need to you find just that stand video. there you put your kid there and you make them just shoo them away yep uh gina garten sent us a uh, message as well she had questions about what i talked about last week about keeping the mules centered and she was a little confused on what i mean by keeping them centered and so she asked well what what if the mule you're riding the mule and it kind of pushes to the right do you use your what do you do do you use your leg your reins and it's all the above so if if i say i'm riding gina down the trail i'm riding and um this this mule leans to the right maybe they're scared of a stump on their left and they lean to the right i will at first try to block with my right leg and i'll try to feel which end they're pushing on so you got to be aware of all these parts of their body so you don't just be like well right leg block them well be more specific than that if they drop their shoulder i would bring my right leg a little bit forward if they kind of scooted their hindquarters out, I'd bring my right leg a little bit back in third gear. If they went kind of just sideways right in the middle, I'd, I'd use my leg in the middle. So you need to be aware of that, Gina. And um, yeah, you can use your reins too. So, I mean, if they go way sideways, you might have to pick up on your rein so you can direct them and give them some guidance and then add your leg as needed. So hope that makes sense. And then she also asked about serpentines, what they are. Basically, with serpentines, Gina, what we talked about last week is picture a snake trail. Um, so you're going left to right to left to right, and you're using both legs to direct the meal. So you got your left leg back, your right leg forward as you make that left turn. As you make a right turn, you have your right leg back and left leg forward, and you alternate. And you follow the order of operation, seat, leg, rein, every time. Seat, leg, rein, seat, leg, rein. And, you know, advanced mules, you're getting stuff done with your seat. Beginner mules, you're getting stuff done with your, your rein. So that's how you're working through a seat leg rein. That's our, that's it for our questions that got sent in. Okay. Go ahead and start. All if right, you guys got questions, good. go ahead and start <coughs> posting them away, and we'll see what we can get to and help you out. This time is yours. Now she's looking for these questions. I just want to say thanks to you guys for being on here and hanging out with us today. Every Tuesday, try to be here for you. You got a question? Yep. Jennifer said, hello from Missouri. Can we talk about mules that kick at walls in the trailer? We put her in the middle in the dividers and try to minimize it, but husband is not happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe these folks, I don't know, have, has Jennifer ever seen our trailers? Well, she was in Mora. Right. So I don't know. So, anyways, how close she got. so I mean, our trailer was right. Jen, there. Jennifer, our both of our our stock tra we have stock trailers, okay, and both of them uh, have some kind of board or backing on them because we never know what kind of meals we're going to be around and have, and uh, so if I got a meal that really likes to paw and kick and just throw some ruckus in the trailer, I would I like to use my I got a just a just a plain open stock trailer. And it's got wood on the sides that, I, don't, I can't remember how thick that is, but it's thick. And uh, then we got rubber mats on the bottom. And if, if, if I got one that's in there kicking and banging around, you know, say, say I pull up from a ride I've been riding and I get home and I open the, my truck door and that mule's kicking and banging, I'm just going to go in and 
make myself some dinner, which is cereal, <laughs> usually. But I, I'll just go in and eat dinner. And if I come back outside, Jennifer, and they're still kicking, and they're banging the walls and being a Yahoo, then I will leave them in there longer. I'll come back another hour. And I'm, I'm not, basically, I'm not going to be in a rush to get this meal out of the trailer. But I have my trailer set up so that they can't kick through the wall. They're definitely not going to kick through the wall with what I got going. And they're not going to paw through the floor with what I got going, unless they're in there for like a month. <laughs> Maybe they could paw through the, the rubber in that time. I don't know. But they're not going to hurt themselves or my trailer, is my point, Jennifer. Uh, but so many times, you know, we've been to clinics and stuff, and, you know, especially on the first day when people are arriving. I mean, every week you could just sit and watch people arrive at a clinic, but... Their meals are pawned. They're like, oh, they've been in there a long time. We got to get them out, and they're in a hurry to unload them. And um, if you, a lot of you guys have seen me pull up to a clinic or something, and our drives are often not short. And uh, <laughs> Very rare. and if they're in their pond, we'll just we we'll just leave them. I'll just I don't care if I, they've been in there for seven hours. I'll just leave them. But I would not let them out until they're quiet. That's number one. But how do you prevent all this and keep it from ever happening, Jennifer? Um, you guys have heard me talk about a high line. feels like I talk about high lines almost every week. Well, it's a very I common issue. Yeah. Mules being... So I don't mind answering it every week. But put a mule on a high line. And the reason I like a high line over tying them to a pole, because that's the, I swear, the patient's pole that was invented. You know, people heard about that from, I can't remember which famous guy come up with all that is it clinton anderson i don't know but anyways that's like I, everybody talks about a patient's pole everybody talks about a hitching rail so i prefer a high line and the key to that is it gives them the freedom to go so they make the choice to stay and that's important to me because it's the same thing in the trailer you know i, I want them to choose to stand still and so i will tie them up away you know before i ever have to worry about trailering so they can get used to that but um and then you'll find who, if you go on a really good ride, and I'm not talking about miles and miles and getting them just tired, but you go on a good ride and you do well, and you get this mule thinking, and you get it mentally engaged, and they are comfortable mules and horses, then they're not going to paw so much. So, all right. It's like a dog that needs to go for a walk, mm. <laughs> but a quality walk. A quality walk. <laughs> <laughs> Good folks on here watching today, it looks like. What's this question? Well, Wanda just said, I hope you make it to Leatherwood next year. Her husband was signed up for this year and was canceled. I will be there. Yes. And hopefully Sky. Yeah. I wasn't going to be yeah. able to come this time this next year. year. we'll have to fly out again. Oh, so, really? Yep. Okay. Judy Smith. <clears throat> Judy said, when I bought, brought Sue home, she had to be turned out with a young Hereford bull. After almost a week, we had to separate them. She wouldn't leave him alone. Poor guy yeah. couldn't even lay down. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, sorry. That wasn't a question. Oh, um, Debbie, I'm still having issues with Jane bracing. I try to ask quietly, and she still resists. Any suggestions? Well, Debbie, you might not be able to ask quietly to get her soft. I mean, get, getting the mule soft and getting the brace out doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to be super soft it's how you get there you know like so say you're trying to let's just say you're trying to uh, ask the mule to flex laterally to the right so you're trying to get them to bend to the right okay and and they're really bracy well you, you pick up with let's just say you pick up with one pound of pressure which is nothing they can you know and, and she's like whatever doesn't mean anything to me 
you you might have to add more. So um, basically, there comes a point where I'll pick up on my rein and I will feel. I'll try to feel of the mule. And I pick up on it, and when I feel them start to get heavier, so let's just say I go up to five pounds of pressure, I, and they get just a little heavier on my rein. So basically I feel more resistance at five pounds than I did at one pound. At that point, that's where I will wait. I will wait right there, and I won't add any more. Because you don't always pull harder. Sometimes you just need to wait longer, Debbie. But also you need to add as much, as much feel there because... You know, Jane, well, you know, I've met Jane, you know, she, she is bracy. So, you know, let's just say five pounds of pressure does nothing for her. I mean, she's dull to it, right? She doesn't, it, it means nothing. Like, you know, and, and I see a lot of these mules too that, you know, people ride with a couple wrinkles in their mouths. They're dull to that much feel, you guys. That They've had to ignore that and they've learned how to block that. I'm not saying Debbie does that. I'm just saying the other mules I've seen, you know. So they have to become dull to that amount of pressure. So to get something done, you may actually have to add more. And then, Debbie, where the learning comes is not from how hard you're pulling or how far they bend or whatever. The The learning comes by how quick you release. So the second she would give me even the slightest try, I will give back and release. I will just push that rein right back to them. And that's how they learn, Debbie. So focus on getting that release back to that mule, and then she'll she'll get better. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Sky? Well, I was trying to think of, like, other situations, like the please go, you know, where you're going to ask. Mm-hmm. But then you sometimes you do have to firm up um, and get get it done. Yep. So in other situations, rather than... But anyway, it's hard yeah. to say, you know, when we're not there and looking at you. Yeah, that is. But, you know, you, you need to feel of the mule what they need, because you may have to do a little bit more than you're doing. So you may have to firm up a little bit. And then you can release... And that's how you build the softness, and then pretty soon you won't do have to do as much. And like the meal that she's asking about, folks, is a lot of people don't know Debbie, but this is an older meal. Now, if you guys are raising colts, you know you got a weanling, you you'll never have any brace in them. Like you're not going to deal with it. You know, Sky's got her two little weanlings. She's been, I guess they're yearlings now, aren't they? Yeah. Been playing with them, yeah. and like little Hulahan, there's no brace in Hulahan, like. He's so he, cute. He, he, he has no idea what it's going <laughs> to... That mule will probably never know what it's like to have brace or be pulled on. That mule just never know. He'll never have an idea of it, you know. So um, that's a different story on mules like that, you know. All right, let's see what's next. Okay, Ray Lockhart. All right. Do older mules' feet grow slower? Mine is 23 and unshod, but doesn't look like she needs her feet trimmed. I only took a rasp to them in like April. Ray, I don't think age has a lot to do with how fast they grow. Uh, the type of feed, it makes a big difference. If they're out on pasture, out on grass, you'll notice a ton of growth. Um, you know, with that with that fresh feed, uh, they just grow. They grow real fast. Um, if you got them on a dry lot and you're feeding them hay, you know, you, you won't see as much of a growth. But yeah, age, age doesn't doesn't have a whole lot to do with it. I think it's probably individual too. Yeah, they're all they're all different, you know, definitely. You know. Good question though, Ray. What else we got here? April Ellison, glad you're on here. Yeah. Jeff needs to draw us another cartoon about something. Yes. I love his uh I love all those little cartoons he makes for our clinic construction. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you see a lot of rattlesnakes? A lot of log rattlesnakes. A, a lot, lot of. of. Oh, a lot of. <laughs> I'm like, a log rattlesnake. No, it's, it's a, supposed to say of. Uh, no, no, thank goodness. We see some once in a while. I don't try to. We try to not see them. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's see what's next. They here. try not to be seen. Okay. Can I create a soft feel from the ground? I'm laid up for a while. Lynn? Lynn. Yes, you can, depending on how short your mule are. Uh, you know, I look really tall in this video. I'm no, right? I'm look, but, but. Uh, you don't. If, uh, I, I'm too short, Lynn. Well, my point is, is almost every mule I meet is taller than me. <laughs> so, uh, I can't. Um, but if you're taller than your mule, basically, to where you can reach. So, if you're standing next to your mule, Lynn. And you're facing the way that the meal's facing, okay? You're parallel to it, you stand next to it, you're facing the way that the meal's facing. You, you know, say you're on the left side, put your right arm over the meal, right there like that, <laughs> and you you can pick up on the rain on that side and on your side, and, you know, if you could do that. I, I can't do that on most meals. It's um, hard, it's hard to be... Really accurate, Accurate. Too. Because it, most people will, will lay their arm like I just said, over the mule, and it's hard to... You're resting Yeah, on it's it. hard to really respond. You know, when you pick up a soft field, you want to have your, your uh, you know, everything freed up, your arms freed up. But, Lynn, what you can do while, you, while you're not able to ride, you know, this softness begins in the feet. You can work on moving those hind quarters, those front quarters. Get each quarter really soft. Get each foot really soft. Remember, the soft field doesn't come from the mouth. It comes from the feet. So you get them so they're not braced up. And then in the meantime, you can also work one rein at a time. So your lateral flexion, those are both prerequisites. You know, each side, those are prerequisites for the soft feel. So you can work on the building can, blocks. Yeah, on you can work on all those pieces beforehand. Also, what about the thumb down backing up? That kind of helps. Them. Oh, yeah, backing them up off the halter if you're... Lynn's familiar with that, isn't so, uh, I think so. Yeah, so backing up off the halter, Lynn get their head kind of down in the end, that would really build some softness there too. So the, all those things will help so that when you're ready to ride again, you can work work from the, the saddle. All right. What are the questions you got on here? All right. Glendalyn. Good questions today. My mule has started walking off when I sit in the saddle. This is new behavior. When I roll the hinds, she does this. Is this the right thing? So oh, she says, I roll the hinds when she does this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Gl um I wouldn't even roll behind. So, you, you get on, you sit down in your saddle, your mule steps off, starts to walk. I would just pick up on the rein. No leg, no seat, just rein only. And I would hold there, basically ask the mule to flex laterally until they stop their feet and soften on that rein. Then I would release. Only when their feet are stopped and they soften. And once I release the rein, you know, that mule might walk off again. I'll pick up on the other side. And I'll go back and forth side to side um, each round until the mule will wait there. And then I'll just hang in there and have that mule wait for a little bit. But it's worth your time to get them standing still. You've, you've heard me talk about that in the clinics before. Um, but this probably was caused by maybe you getting a little excited and heading out on your rides too fast when you get on. So... Uh, I would that's yeah that's what I would do. Just pick up on the rain, wait till their feet stop and they flex, and then release. We do it's have, real simple. Sorry, we do have um, a few videos on that. I believe if you t search in the search bar, you can say Mule Tip Tuesday. I think it was too Mule Tip Tuesday Stand Mount, yep. or you can go on our website to the weekly challenge videos, and I'm pretty sure that was one of them as well. 
Those of you, I mean, everybody on here right now, but maybe the podcast listeners might not be, but everybody that's on this live video obviously has Facebook because they're watching us. And those of you that are listening later on the podcast, if you guys, you know, have any access to Facebook, go to our, our page, TS Mules, and or also if you're a member of our, our group, which if you guys are a fan of this style of mulemanship, then there's no reason you're not you shouldn't be in our group. We have a, a group called Tyvin's Mulemanship Clinics. But you guys can go on there just like Sky's saying and type in that search bar. Um pretty much any topic. I mean we have yeah. so many topics in there on these Meal Tip Tuesdays. Just keywords and Yeah, type in keyword, you know, stand stand to mount or hard to saddle or whatever. And you can you can find tons of videos. We have we have so many hours of footage for you guys. I mean, and it's all free on here, so we don't charge a dime for it. So, anyways, Gwendolyn, check it, check that out. We'll be out of time. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys watching. We've got some people rolling in for the clinic this week, and yep. anyway, but if you guys want, if you guys enjoyed this video, so I hope you did. And yeah, I hope so. You're, there's 73 still here. Yeah, so. good. <laughs> um, and then those who listen later on the podcast, if you guys would share either video, the podcast, let us share know how your, you liked it. Friends. Share it with your friends. Tag your friends, whatever. We would appreciate it. Yep. And a lot of these folks watching, they're on the East Coast out there, and we're heading we're heading your way this fall. We're coming. So what do we got coming up? We got Driggs, we got Driggs Idaho. That's out here. And yep. then, then we head to South Dakota and... And then um, Nebraska. Yeah, we end. Yeah, Nebraska. We end then, up out in Virginia, Maine, New York. Uh, so Iowa. We're, yeah, we're coming out there. So come see us. But thank you guys for watching. God bless you. Hope you have a great night, and we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you.